Welcome to the Gospel Every Day podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. I'm Linda, and I'll be your host for today. Today's devotional, The Spirit Awakens Faith, walks us through the scripture found in 2 Corinthians 4.13. The context of our scripture verse stems from the Apostle Paul's desire for the Corinthian believers to stay the course of their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believers in the Corinthian church were experiencing trials from both outside the fellowship and from within. The Jews and the Gentiles were viciously persecuting the believers by beatings, imprisonment, and harassment. From within the church, false teachers had invaded the congregations, diluting the sacrifice of Christ for our sins and adding other conditions to salvation. Adding to the divine is never the right choice. Paul spoke from experience. He wasn't sequestered in some room away from the fray. He was right in the center of the battle for the gospel of Christ with God's children. Listen to his credentials found in 2 Corinthians 4, 8-10 and hear his heart for the suffering Christians. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. By faith in the promise of God, Paul was able to say, I believe in God, so I spoke. That same spirit given faith that allowed Paul to endure the hatred of the world and still boldly share the good news of the gospel of Christ is the same Holy Spirit that gives us courage to remain faithful in God's promises and to live God-honoring lives. As we have learned in our reading, faithfulness is one of the fruits of the Spirit of God. When I hear the word fruit, I am immediately drawn back to the Garden of Eden and the choice that Adam and Eve made that fateful day. Obedience was one of God's prerequisites for his presence with them, for he said to Adam, You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat this fruit, you are sure to die. You see, evil did not exist in the garden. The essence of God is good. There is no evil in him. But I suppose that Adam and Eve were curious, for in their rebellion against God, they ate the fruit, and sin and death entered the world. Let us contrast the fruit of Adam and Eve with the fruit of God's Holy Spirit. Romans 1 gives a horrifying picture of the knowledge of evil that has so fascinated them. Yes, they know God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. So he abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. And the list goes on, not the stellar example of a life well lived. But through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, God gave believers the power to replace the fruit of Adam and Eve with the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, which result in praise and thankfulness to God. The second fruit of the Spirit mentioned in today's devotion is self-control. Now, I have very little self-control when it comes to my coffee intake each day, don't judge. While some politely pause with one fresh cup in the morning, I can, on some days, get my cup count up to six, and as late as five o'clock p.m. I know, I'm reckless, out of control. Murray uses such words as carefulness and unselfishness in our conversations, our desires, and our interactions with others. In other words, how we act in our daily lives. I have discovered that not exercising self-control carries with it dire consequences, even with coffee intake. 
God had given King David everything one could want, victory over his enemies, wealth, kingship over all Israel. He was also an accomplished poet and musician, and he had a close and long-time relationship with God. Needless to say, David had faults, and one of them was self-control. David's story is found in 2 Samuel chapters 11 through 12. On this particular day, David was supposed to be with his army fighting a battle. However, David stayed home. Late one afternoon, David was walking on the roof of the palace and he saw a beautiful woman taking a bath. He found out that she was the wife of Uriah, who was at the time fighting in David's army. He desired her, sent for her, slept with her, and then sent her back home. No harm, no foul, reasoned David. Soon he got word from Bathsheba that she was pregnant, but David had a plan to save face. He ordered Uriah back from the battlefield and encouraged him to go home to be with his wife. But Uriah answered that as long as my men are living in tents and engaging in battle, how could I ever go home to have a romantic dinner with my wife and then have sex with her? I could never do such a thing. Uriah exercised the self-control that David couldn't. This still left David with the problem of Bathsheba's pregnancy. David's solution was to have Uriah killed in battle. He then married Bathsheba, problem solved. What David did was against everything that God's servant should have done, and God was going to teach him a very painful lesson. David was going to be confronted by the prophet Samuel, letting David know that God knew what he had done and that Bathsheba's son would soon die. Much to David's credit, he confessed the lack of self-control and the murder of Uriah and wept bitterly that he had sinned against his God. Faithfulness and self-control, hard to live by but we don't have to do it in our own strength. We live a life filled with victory over sin by the resurrected power of Jesus Christ and through his spirit living in us. We ask and he delivers. We panic and he promises. We cannot, but he can. We fail and he is faithful. Do you believe it? Let's pray from our devotional. Lord, let the fruit of the spirit with all its wonderful variety, ripen in my life. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Hey, if you're a Star Wars fan, may the fourth be with you. If you know, you know. Happy Star Wars Day, everyone. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.